Welcome to the Ask the Commission podcast. I'm Isaiah. I'm Dan. And um, this is uh, starting week six. I can't believe it's already week six. <laughs> yeah, well, the, um, it does seem like there's still a lot of football left to go. Um, I mean, most of the players you, I think, well, how should I put this? Hopefully you don't have injured players, but this week alone had the first quote-unquote firing or resignation of a coach. Yeah, that was um, quite explosive. It happened fast, uh, and that happens when the New York Times gets into your emails. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, and, and they, they reveal that you're a racist, homophobic, sexist asshole. It's you know, really- so I think it's funny, right? I think um, with him, and with people and with uh, guys in general, a lot of times they they almost don't realize those actions say that about them, you know. So yeah. it's like they see themselves a certain way, but it's like clearly these these thoughts say that you aren't what you say you are. Right, right, and and I don't I'm I don't know if I'll be able to properly explain myself uh but i'll try Mm -hmm. but like my grandfather who who passed my grandfather born in 20 1927 um very very different upgrade upbringing than john gruden um my grandfather my family's from boston and so my dad growing up was right dead center in Boston with the, you know, reintegration of schools. And my dad was on buses where there were black kids getting rocks thrown at them while my dad was on the bus, you know, and stories I've heard were, you know, my grandparents and grandfather, like getting into it with a lot of the white folks that were doing that, you know, and just like defending these kids to be able to go to school and, and all that stuff. Now, yeah. again, um, it, my experience with my grandfather is uh, I always, I, I always loved my grandfather. My grandfather was a great guy. Um, that's not a preface. That's not before that. That's just that my grandfather was a great guy. Yeah. Very tolerant. Um, one of my friends, Will, he's mixed race, probably the most beautiful man you'd ever (laughs) lay eyes on. Um, and, but he's, he's, he's very, very, he's very black. And (laughs) I know the feeling. Yeah. Will would come over to my grandfather's, you know, at the lake and stuff. And my grandfather would say things that would be, would, would, would sound and and be racist but will took it in stride and as joking and i guess you know will said it to me a while back is i'm like i'm sorry man you know my grandfather you know blah 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 and he's like no dude i don't think your grandfather's racist he's like i just think he says racist shit sometimes i was like what do you mean he's like he's letting me not letting me but like 
we'd sit there like he'd eat at, you know at at the house and my grandfather would talk to him we joked to him but like every once in a while my my grandfather would like let a couple things just fly not super over the top according to will but you know pretty embarrassing but you know yeah, to me because okay. i'm progressive and and i know better um but i always just blew my mind that i was like okay so so he believes that he wasn't racist i never thought he was racist but then you hear these things and then he's like look he's not a racist he just says some racist shit sometimes i was like interesting yeah now um and i definitely felt i definitely felt the way about people before and um through my travels um i think the gruden thing is you believe dickish you you said too many dickish things where at some point you're a dick. Right. For instance, um, so I've actually never heard of the the term rubber lips, but I think I got it to mean loose lips, like you like you can't keep your mouth closed. I didn't sure. realize that it was a racist term, but right. I got it when I heard it, you know. Um yeah. but then when you hear about the Washington football cheerleaders pictures. It's just like, whoa, you guys were going crazy over here. Again, again, yeah, you know, I mean, I really hate on the people that say, oh, cancel culture, you can't say something and then grow. And I'm like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I, you and I have talked about this before. Yeah. This isn't Michael Richards on stage having a moment <laughs> Where yes. Said, yes. Okay, having a meltdown. Right. Having a meltdown where previously no one has ever witnessed anything like that. Again, yes. not defending that at all. It's, but it, it's gross. It's different. However, but it is different. 100%. It is different. Has he grown since then? From what I've seen, he has. Uh-huh. This is a decade of behavior. Well, and, and some of that behavior was as, was as like 2018. Like, th- right. you're that dude. Right. Right. And when I say decade, I don't mean 10 years ago. Like it was only, I mean, it, this was 10 years of emails. Yes. Of him being this way. Again, yes. this is not, the, you know, character, my favorite, my favorite quote, character is who you are when no one is around. Right. Yeah. In, in his emails to Bruce Allen and back and forth, no one was around. That's who you are. So, yeah. Again, this isn't a this isn't a moment. This isn't a word. This isn't this isn't just a bad day. This isn't just a bad experience and a bad moment. This is who you are, and yep. I say that as someone who, previous to this, have been a huge John Gruden fan. Huge. Read his books. Loved him. Loved his story. Loved him as a coach. Wanted him to replace Belichick at one point. Oh, like wow. that's how much I loved. I loved okay. John Gruden. And this is just like, I mean, just, just before we even started this, I, I just read that Tampa Bay, rightfully so, is removing him from their ring of honor. Wow. They, I mean, they probably didn't even have to do that. I know. But it's the, the, it's the optics, I think, more than anything. And the problem is you can't, you, the thing about it is whether or not, people believe in cancel culture there shouldn't be a statute of limitations on being an asshole 
Right. Right. That's the state. Um, and and if you're going to be one, and then claim to not be one later, prove you're not one before people call you out on it. Right. And this is the idea. It's just like, is he sorry? Well, he's sorry he got caught. Right. right. You know. Um, right. I think that's a and that's a huge thing. And America? sorry. Um, no, you and, go. The and the 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 topless cheerleader stuff, I'm like, that's nah, you're you're terrible. You're terrible. Yeah. You know you you literally looked at pictures of people forcing people to do stuff. Nah, dog, nah, you can't. It's just it's just fucking gross, dude. Yeah, uh, nah, like yeah. Like America loves redemption. They love redemption stories, they love comebacks, they love it. I mean, it's yeah. just the underdog people yeah. don't ever like rooting for you know and so like when you see someone who who is flawed and who has uh-huh. worked on it again let's go let's go back to michael vick okay a lot of people believe like this guy killed dogs he should never be able to breathe again i yeah. am a huge pet lover i understand that however yeah. it's more nuanced than that it's it, this was ingrained uh, yes. in his culture. Yes. This is the way that he, he, everything he knew, and he didn't, I won't say he didn't know better, but he didn't know better. A lot and of stuff, at yes. At that same time, he went on with the what Humane Society, and he's yeah. been speaking publicly yeah. to kids in his communities yeah. and his culture. Yeah. If, if he can even save two kids from, from doing what he stuff. did, exactly it's all i won't say exactly. it's all worth it but like i mean that's he did his time in prison yeah he did his time out of the league and he was the he, and he was destroyed and rightfully so yep yep and, and even so, to this day even to this day he's still shunned and that's 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 okay the guy has done more than most people would ever expect someone to do yeah. even after he, yeah even after the court ordering like he doesn't still have to do it and he still does yeah yeah you know yeah it's just um it's just about maybe trying to be a better person and right. and we'll see i mean i, I think gruden is just going to disappear you know what i mean yeah yeah i mean here's the deal i i'm not an investigative reporter i know i know in my heart of hearts that this started originally this is not this they're the league was trying to get rid of daniel snyder yes Yes, that's and, absolutely where it started. And the way I see it is, if they can, if this is if not he, the end. No, this no, not, not at all. End. This is um, the players' association is all, uh, the union for the NFL players has already said they want the NFL to be the um, the Washington Football Team to release all the emails, and that, I mean, and that apparently has dudes that wouldn't rather not be involved yeah you know you know i mean the nfl has been trying to get rid of daniel snyder as a majority leader uh owner and you know i won't say this is a hit job but this was like you start you start peeling back the layers of an onion and all of a sudden yeah. you find it's a lot more rotten than you think it is and not Absolutely. for the reason why you thought it was well i think the difference between um some guys when they go when like this isn't a witch hunt basically 
Oh, like, yo, no, no, no. We, like everybody knows something was, everybody knows things are terrible going on. It's just about how much of those terrible things do you have in writing and on camera and videotape? That's right. it. If you right. have enough, then you can do that. But I think um, because, yeah, you're a billionaire owner, you're not just going to sell if you don't, if they don't force you to sell, basically. No. And the funny thing is, and there's no legal standing behind this. There's no way that they could ever do this. Can you imagine the investigative reporters and journalists right now drooling at the thought of having access to all the emails from all the teams? Not even just in football. I can't imagine. I can't imagine that the NFL will okay that. I can't. They can't. They can't. You have to have cause. You have to have reason. Well, even even for the Washington football team, I still don't think they would – I think the problem is the NFL knows um, if everything becomes public, that just puts such a microscope and flashlight on them, the spotlight that they don't want. They would destroy their product. You know, um, and the idea is you get rid of Gruden because you want to you wanna keep your product overall intact. And you want right. to say, well, look, well, because the idea is you can't have a guy on on um in print being racist but then at the same time have commercials about how the nfl is all about lgbtq um it's all about fighting racism being there for black people being there for women you can't say you can't have commercials about that and then have a guy that you know is that and everybody knows is that because it's one thing it's a it's a bit different to be racist behind closed doors yeah but racism is also one of those things um and actually homophobia racism misogyny the those three things are always things that when people get called out for everybody's like no i'm not but okay well look somebody is why are we pretending and this is what it, it goes back to a lot of times it's like yeah so um he is definitely um he won't be back for a long time but ever well um i don't see him on the field again personally um i don't even see him in the booth i don't don't see him in the booth booth. maybe maybe five years maybe five no you know uh, it's just here's the deal i'm not i'm not again i'm not I'm not hooked into what coaches get paid. Like if they fire him, how much of the contract, but he got like a hundred million dollar contract. No, if he got fired, he would get the whole, um, if I'm not mistaken, he gets the whole contract. I think resigning it's, uh, he got what he got and it's all good. But I also think, I don't think he's going away from quote unquote Raider nation. I think he's, I, um, I've seen the way they treat old Raiders players and coaches and I think he's always going to be welcome there after um, after um, a brief exile. And I think I, money-wise, I mean, he got paid more than enough. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, he's – unless he's really the worst person managing money, unless he's worse than Dane Cook's brother managing money, <laughs> um, then I, I don't yeah. see him – I don't see him needing a job. No. And, yeah, like, no. Even and, and oddly enough, Gruden – he probably could write a book right now about everything. Boom. Yeah, literally. 
you know. Right. Um, but yeah, now nah, like, he's like you said. This this isn't I. This isn't isolated. You can't just be like, well, they chose something. I saw a great tweet that said, "Look, this isn't cancel culture." You know, cancel culture is what happened at Colin Kaepernick. Like that's yes. cancel culture. Like they they canceled. They decided that they would not let you mm-hmm. yeah exist really in their league yeah, and in their absolutely. little club. Um, but but Gruden, it, he you know he he just he's not even just a little racist. He's not even sometimes racist. <laughs> like okay, this is just the shit that they saw and they read in emails. Yes. Like, uh-huh. This is behind. This is you behind closed yeah. doors. Completely. Yeah. What, what, what do your ring cameras pick up? Yeah. It's bad. Yeah. It's bad. So no. So look. He maybe. All right. Maybe he won't be back. But you know who they say is back? They say the Bills are back. And guess what? I don't believe it. I don't. Bills no. had a great week. They beat the crap out of the Chiefs. I think the Chiefs play arrogant, and I think they're going to get that out of their system before too long. But I don't think um, I don't think the way they play football is sustainable against good teams that are on their game. Yeah, I, I still like I'm I won't say I'm a believer in the Bills because I watch a lot of the AFC East. I'll say I'll I'll, I'll kind of piggyback on what you said. The Bills, I'm a believer in the Bills when they get to play the game that they want to play. Right. Yes. But good coaching. Yeah. Takes that away. Right. Flores from, from Miami, like Brian Flores is great at taking away what you want to do. So is Belichick. Yeah. Again, I'm not saying that the, that the Pats are even going to beat him even once a season. I'm just saying that like sustainable for the next few seasons, people already, people already said, Oh, the, Kansas City Chiefs dynasty is over. I'm like, first of all, hold up a second. Dynasty? They won one Super Bowl. I mean, they went to two in a row. That helps. Genuinely, in the NFL, it's different. The Bills went to four in a row, and they lost them all. Well, yeah, but that was a a dynasty that it just didn't work out for them. Um, I see. So, how should I put this? Um, They can't run the ball, or they, they try not to run the ball. And their whole game plan revolves around Josh Allen having a ball in his hand making plays. Sit. Yep. So the teams that so around other teams, um, the good teams in the league, I don't think they can win like that against. I think um I think the Chiefs, I heard a I heard a radio guy say he thinks the Bills beat the Chiefs 10 out of 10 times. And I'm like, you're out of your freaking mind. Literally, we just saw. Crazy. The Chiefs lose to them. I mean, beat them last year. Like that was last year in the championship game. Do, do you want to? Do you want the most insane stat about that? About that game? Give me. Give me the stat. Th- this is the most insane stat. The leading, the lead, the person who had the most rushes in the game. Yeah. On 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 the Bills was Josh Allen with eleven carries. See. Okay. The next closest was Zach Moss, who also had 11 carries. That dude had 37 yards. Josh Allen had 59. Okay. See? That's it. He is the running game. If you keep him from running, you're right. What are you going to do? You're going to force he's, him to pass it. Because he's not a surgeon. He's not going to – he's going to beat 
his arm is going to beat guys on long bombs and stuff, but he's not surgical. No, this is, again, more stats that jump out at me, okay? Dawson Knox had three catches, 117 yards. Ridiculous. Okay, on four targets. Again, huge plays. Then Stephon Diggs, two catches, 69 yards. Yeah. Okay? Zach Moss, three catches for 55 yards. These are these are gaudy. Emmanuel Sanders, three catches for 54 yards. These yeah. are guys, again, yeah. props to Josh Allen for finding these guys and making these throws and stuff. But you're right. We're not talking 10 catches and then oh, 10 catches, 100 yards, eight catches, 97 yards, or, or seven catches on seven targets for, for, for 65 yards but two touchdowns. Yeah. These are big plays, but big breakdowns. This yep. says more to me about the Chiefs' defense. Yes, exactly. That's just it. And I think it's one of those things. It's like they'll figure um, Andy Reid is too good of a coach. He's a made man, got his ring. He's he's coached numerous big games. He'll figure it out. I yeah. think they just a little too. They get a little too arrogant, too lackadaisical. Um, yeah. Mahomes, he's right. He's like he's already thrown more picks. I mean, he's, he's tied for his picks now that he threw all the last year. He threw six. He's already at six. We're not even halfway through the season. He's already at six. He'll, many, get, yeah. um, he'll get better. I do know chips are on the table. My paycheck's involved. I'm taking the Chiefs. Yeah, I mean, this is the thing. I mean, it's just so funny when you have them, people counting them out so early on into the season like we just talked like yeah wow it's already week six um but at the same time it's like wow it's already week six and um yeah. you know it you'll you'll look at it and you you have to laugh at the numbers um but you know someone said hey just want to let you know that right now um mac jones actually has fewer interceptions <laughs> than Pat Mahomes and yeah, see, has, has the same record as, as Pat Mahomes. I'm like, I love Mac Jones. Let's be yes. real. Let's, let's just put that into perspective right yes. now. Let's just calm down. Suspective is everything. And Mac think- Jones also only has five touchdowns or six touchdowns of the season. Mahomes well, Mac Jones probably play- had that in, in a game. Well, Mac Jones play, uh, he's been playing well. Um, I'm glad they got the win versus Houston. It was about um, – it was a little scary, shaky at first. Yeah, I mean, look, Davis Mills is a caricature of a human being. The dude's got a giraffe neck, uh, but he really put his neck out there. I mean, we could do these all night long. <laughs> really put his neck on the line um, and really extended plays. Um, but, uh, you know, listen, I was disgusted by – the first half play by the Pats defense. It had nothing to do with the offense. They yes, because Ar- Houston was doing. They were just doing, doing whatever the hell they wanted to do with Davis yeah. Mills, right? Like at the same time, um, the Pats offense wasn't, wasn't that bad. I mean, neither, neither team punted until like the third quarter or something. Yeah, no, um, they need to really unleash. I know Mac Jones has more in him than they, than they show. Yep, and they're basically trying to prove the same thing they did with Brady. We don't need to do a lot to win games, but I actually think 
They need to let Mac Jones. He got to do it. This he needs to be airing it out, throwing a bunch of picks because he's going to have games where he's going to have to play against special players, and those special players are the players that he's going to need to match. For instance, last night's game, the Monday Night Football game, freaking Lamar and and Baltimore versus Indianapolis. Now that the Colts. The Colts had that game on lock. Baltimore was dead. And then Lamar Jackson was like, I think this game's on TV. And he just did, <laughs> he, he just did his magic. And that was it. Right. He's a magical right. player. He's special. And I think the problem is um, you don't want Mac Jones and the Pats to get into a playoff game where Mac Jones has to be special. You and, know, and he hasn't done it already. You know, it drives me crazy, right? Because I watch a lot of college ball. Yeah. Um, when when the Pats passed on Lamar Jackson, I watched him at Louisville a lot. Me too. Everybody I, passed. I mean, most. I was is... I was screaming. I was like, "Are you kidding me? This kid's got a rifle, and he runs. He doesn't want to run, but he's gonna run. And when he does run, he's electric. He's gonna make guys look stupid, right? Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. And and yeah, people 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 passed on. He's six two. It's like who cares? Like at this point, does, that, <laughs> does anyone really care about? Like what is this? Nineteen eighty three? Oh wow, the guy's not six three or six five, right? It's like okay, whatever. Um, plenty of good quarterbacks have been even at six feet tall. Yeah. Well, the problem is when you pass up some. I see. So I understand how some guys get passed up one, but I think it goes back to the. The Mitchell Trubisky syndrome. There was no reason why it's not logical for the for the Bears to have passed on Deshaun Watson and grab a guy who played in the same division he was in and against him. How many games? How, how many games did Mitch Trubisky start in college? Uh, that one year, I believe. That um, one college year. Meanwhile. Um. Deshaun was winning championships versus Alabama. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't. And so, and everything, it's kind of funny, right? They, they do a lot of um, the, I want to say some of the sports pundits in the media, they do a lot of stuff undermining what players did in college when it suits them. Oh, and totally. then, and then supporting stuff, stuff they did when it goes the other way for them and for their yeah. argument. And it's just like, don't tell me so-and-so was good in college, but then tell me at the same time, this other person who played better competition than they did isn't right. good. You know why? You know why I noticed? It's because these NFL pundits, you, you know what, you know what they do? They what? literally what? don't know how to compare conferences in, in college. Well, that's they, true. They, they literally look and go, Oh, you're in the SEC. You mean the NFL 2.0? Like, really? It's like, calm down, calm down. There's plenty of talent to go around. Not enough scholarships, so guys are going to be spread out all over the place. Yeah, um, and don't get me wrong. I mean, I think if you succeeded, and I think, oh, perfect example with um, somebody like uh, Joe Burrow, his senior year. I mean, not senior, but uh, his last year. I can't. I don't think he was a senior. He was a junior, right? Wasn't he a junior? But um, I think Trevor Lawrence was a senior, right? 
no, no. Trevor Lawrence, what? No, Trevor Lawrence got out as soon as he could. Remember, he he Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, people, people were saying Trevor, you should stay because they're gonna be drafted. Yeah. Right. And so one of the funniest things about Barrow is um him being an LSU, he played SEC teams and his and his and his year lit them up. Yep. And it's like, okay, I think that says something. Yeah. The same thing for Tre- um, Trevor Lawrence. Most of the time he played, he lit you up. He was he was awesome, you know. Um, yeah. It's not working. It's working out somewhat for Joe Burrow right now. Um, not working out so much for Trevor Lawrence. Well, and, and that's again, that's again. Uh, look, I, I liken this to – so, so there's two, there's, there's two trains of thought, really. This is like minor, minor league baseball, right? Not even minor league. It's actually collegiate baseball. Yeah. Collegiate baseball, apples to oranges, right? When, when trying to go, well, can the guy make the jump to the big leagues? Now, here's, yeah. here's the thing. When you're in college, you can use aluminum bats, right? That mm-hmm. ball hits way different off an aluminum bat than a wooden bat. Yeah. So when you've got a guy that's in college that's crushing the ball and he's using a wooden bat, that's more indicative of someone that can at least make that make that transition to the big leagues, right? It's yeah. a very, very similar. Most people don't know this. Steven Goskowski, when he was drafted, I believe he went to Memphis, he uh-huh. was like, I don't even think he was the top 10 kicker in college. Wow. At, rated wise. And it got, I won't, I won't say Belichick didn't leak it or it was leaked or whatever. It was figured out, I mm-hmm. think. People go, why the hell would the Patriots pick this guy? It was like <laughs> one of the only players that year taken, whatever. They yeah. found two things. They found how they could tell how consistent he was. Because Steven Goskowski was the only collegiate kicker to kick off a one-inch tee. He kicked off. Oh, the one yeah. I remember, you, I remember NFL, that story you told me. Yeah. That's what the NFL players use. So they could gauge, okay, how good is his leg? Right. But then also, again, people who casually, you know, or casually don't watch uh, college, mm-hmm. you can put a kicking tee when you do extra points or field goals. They have an actual tee that they will place the ball on that elevates the ball so that you can get underneath it so that these kids can make it. Goskowski said, yeah, I'm good. I don't need that. I'm kicking off grass. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> so so when he crazy. makes a 48-yard field goal in college, they go, that's good in the NFL. Some kid makes a 48-yard field goal on a tee. They're like, is it? Is it good? They got to do a little more homework, whatever. That's yep. why a lot of kickers that are drafted, they just don't know. Well, yeah, and because so, especially so, because it's not um... – it's not as valued as it should be sometimes. At least it's it doesn't not. seem like it is. No, look at look, dude. People people slammed slammed the Patriots when um, we let I can't remember off the top of my head our punter go, and we 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 gave the job to uh, Bailey. Bailey is like we call him MVP. He's the most valuable punter. Dude's amazing. He's easily one of the best punters in the league. He is what kept us in games last year. It, uh, and that helped. It always really, helps. Dude, sp- field position is so key. And people just go, eh, kickers, eh, punters. 
No, Jake Bailey, aside from Matthew Slater, is one of the few special teamers that I've strongly considered getting the jersey for. I just think he's just awesome. I think he's awesome. He's just he's he's just tremendous. I would have gotten a Vinatieri one when I was younger, but uh, that makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah, which again startles me. Really upsets me to find out that he played more seasons with the Colts than he did with the Patriots. It's that's it's what happens when you play two thousand. But it's it's very weird. It doesn't it doesn't feel right. I I I I shudder to think that he's going to enter the Hall of Fame wearing a Colts jersey. It's weird. It's weird. I get it. I get it. He can't. He's got. He's got to go and wearing a Pats jersey. The dude is that'd the be, reason why we had three Super Bowls. That'd be cool. That'd be cool. He he's a Hall of Famer. Definitely. You can't. He you can't keep him out. They um no, they say that no. they say that they say that uh is that saying that um uh, I don't know who came up with it, but the idea is. You're in the Hall of Fame if they can't tell the story of the NFL without you. That's that's 100% accurate. Again, look, Tom Brady, come on. We're not even going to go under there yeah. talking about But that's why I think some guys, I think some guys, like, I also think some guys, like, I don't know. You got you to gotta tell that side of the story. <laughs> you know? Um, Vin- Vinatieri is the reason why we have a dynasty, right? I mean – the kick in the snow. You can't. Yeah, you can't. It's not even just have, one kick. It's two kicks. Two kicks. You in have snow. to mention the snow. You have to. And if you mention, and then he comes up, Super Bowl. Then he comes up, Super Bowl. You right. have to mention him. Oddly and enough, that's, that's what I've always thought about Edelman too. It's like, uh, yeah. what happened against Atlanta? Oh, he incredible catch. Tom Brady right. threw it. Who caught it? Right. <laughs> Right, exactly. Oh yeah, oh yeah. It gets completely destroyed by was it Earl Thomas? I can't remember against Seattle, and he doesn't lose his footing, and you know the dude's knocked out on his feet and still runs. He uh, just gets destroyed, or or his Cam Chancellor. Such I can't remember. A good Super Bowl defensive back Goodness. just completely obliterates him. And he's Legion like, of, no, I'm not. Legion of Boom. <laughs> yeah. You could like if they had, if they had like a telescope and you could like look in his eyes, you could see that he wasn't. No one was home. He was just like, no. Now, it'd be cool if you could memory. if they had something where you could see how hard the hit was visually, like a meter, and it's like that hit was level eight out of ten. <laughs> so so this is funny, and I've said this before. I've I've tweeted this. I've said this a lot. Um, NFL will never do this. Uh, when I played semi-pro, I was always looking to buy the best helmet. Mm-hmm. There was a helmet out there. Um, I just, I was like, look, your brain's really fucking important. So maybe I'll just buy the best that there's, that's out there. Yeah. So there's a helmet called the Rydell, which is the brand, which is the brand that the NFL uses, Rydell. Yeah. And hits, hits is like something, it's like something intelligent telemetry system or whatever. Basically, okay. these helmets record every single hit trajectory speed force weight all of this insane and there's a usb that you plug in at the end of the game and they immediately can get all the data yeah not the nfl have doesn't want the nfl doesn't want no because you can't keep it the problem is no you can't make that public and 
not have backlash. That's why. No, they, but, never, but that never. doesn't that tell you everything you need to know about the NFL and how liberal they care about player health and players? Well, no, I mean, I think I think everybody knows that they don't care about player health. I think, but I think everybody has kind of just shrugged it off, like, hey, play ball. Oh, hey, we'll just change the rules here and we'll make it a little safer. And hey, you know, let's just have these concussion protocols. Well, so think about it from this perspective. They want to make it visually safer. And it is. It is. Definitely. I think it's it's safer than it used to be. Absolutely. And, sure, but. But, but, but it's optic. They want to make sure the optics are there so that yeah. it doesn't look like a guy got his head taken off. And, Here's and it did use, it, um, it used to look like that quite a bit. Oh, it was the be- it was honestly it was the best, but it was the best. But then but then you find out what happens you're like it's the worst, right? Like you Well, yeah, well and well and the cool thing is it's as as crazy as it is, football I uh, I would say this. It's nowhere near as violent as it used to be. No. Oh. But it's still pretty violent and it's still pretty awesome. Like it has a like I watched I watched as a kid and what you could do, I know you can't do those things now. Doesn't take anything away from the game to me at all. Not doesn't take anything away. No, not at all. It's a, now it's I a, see it, and I'm just now I see a defensive lineman pulverize a quarterback with all his weight. I'm like, yo, that's a flag. Come on, you know right. better now. Right, right. You know, my favorite hit ever, <laughs> Sean Taylor, in the Pro Bowl. Whew, he can fly. Well, he came up and and killed who was it, a Buffalo punter? <laughs> was it Mormon? Mormon? No, I, can't I can't remember. remember. And he absolutely came up out of nowhere and just took his soul. It was just a beautiful, beautiful hit. Still one of my favorites. That is a good point. Or the one where Reggie Bush gets destroyed. Who was that Brian, Brian Dawkins? I think Brian Dawkins was a. I, yeah, if I'm not Brian, mistaken, I think um, Michael Vick said that was the hardest. He'd ever been hit. I think he said Dawkins hit him. And he said he was he was rocked from that hit. Well, well yeah, because generationally you look back and then before him was like Steve Atwaters and yeah, you know, no, guys like, that guys that hit you and like right. But uh, but Brian Dawkins was just as big, but faster. And he was big and fast. Size he was super and yeah, his speed. size was. And all these guys just keep getting speed fast and faster and faster and stronger and stronger. Yes, and that's and that's what the NFL knows they have to they have to um, be exactly. mindful of. Players getting bigger and faster, and not being able to keep up with how much players are getting concussed and having brain injuries because you don't want that. No, I mean, I'm still startled despite the lack of concussions, I would say at just the absolute obliteration of players this year. Again, we're in week six, we're entering week six. There are so many big names um, that are, are out for like a long time or even like. All right. Well, let's looking injuries. No, let's get, all right. Hey, let's get into, let's get into week six then. Okay. All right. All right. Because, I mean, you're right, 100, 120%. <laughs> it seems like it seems like left and right players have been getting hurt. I don't think um, some – I don't think some players are going to bounce back. 
For instance, yeah. they they say, uh, who is it? Um, if you got, um, I think George Kittle in fantasy, he's going to be out for eight weeks. Yeah. So, if you if you got him, you're San Francisco's on a buy this week, but you need to come up with alternative options at tight end. Yeah, I mean, it, it, look, Clyde Edwards Hilaire, right? IR. Like, yeah. is he done for the season? No, he's not done for the season, but they, Just it's always for, for him. They say he's going to miss a few weeks. Now, this week, right. Kansas City plays Washington. I right. figure Washington is probably going to get embarrassed because Kansas City needs a bounce back win. Well, they said Tyreek is hurt. They said, who else is hurt? They said, I mean, aside from, from uh, Tyreek is hurt, they said, but he's again day to day. But these guys, like even minor injuries, are still injuries, all right? I mean, yeah. Saquon's well, ankle. Well, they like, keep. Well, they could keep you out. That's the problem. A certain yeah. injury could keep you out. So, like Saquon has already been coming back from injury. He's going right. to play the Rams this week, and I mean they weren't going to win that game. I don't think with him playing anyway. Not a hundred. No, no, no. Not a chance at all. So, um, but with him, it's like already making a comeback. And now having a fight that is really tough. Oh, yeah. Because they don't even have his backup from last year. If I'm not mistaken, Gallman took most of his snaps last year when he got hurt. Now Gallman signed a contract. He's over in Atlanta. That's that's crazy. That's great. I mean, you look you look at the teams that decided to um you look at the teams that that decide to trade a guy. Like look at the Pats. They trade Sony Michelle, and now all of a sudden they need a running back. Well, the problem is you you don't need to. Tr- they traded Sony Michelle when they didn't need to, and that's the problem. That is the huge problem. So, like this week, the Pats played Dallas. Um, I think Dallas can be beaten as long as you. I don't. I don't. I told my brother the other day. I still don't believe in Dallas. I don't care how many points they score or who they or um, who they beat. I just think. Overall, when they play good teams, they're going to show that they're not as good as people give them credit for. But I yeah, think, I mean, um, yeah, they're four, they're four and one, right? They're four and one. And then, you know, when, when you look at a team like Dallas, you know, they're, they're, they're one of those teams that do you beat up on bad teams? Um, you know, they, they, they lost to, Tampa Bay week one. Yeah. They, they probably they yeah. probably should have won that game. So yeah. they and they got and, and they got the game against the Chargers. They got yep. that game. Which, the Chargers shot they, themselves in the foot quite a bit. Yep. They they won that game by a field goal. Yep. And then they play the Eagles. They beat them by 20. Eagles still figuring out who they are. Let's I think so real. too. Um, I like Jalen Hurts. So, yep. but I think um, and if you got him in fantasy, I'm sure you like him too. But um, so I look at it, I think with uh with Dallas playing the Pats. I'm gonna put I'm gonna put the Pats to on on the Pats to win. I think they'll figure it out. I think Dak, I think Dak doesn't always make a lot of mistakes, but I think against good teams he does, and against yeah. well coached teams he will. Yeah, and I think Mike McCarthy's due for some real boneheaded moves. And, oh yeah, no, uh, he's, and, and Belichick is really good perfect. at even baiting great coaches into making a stupid move. Yep, absolutely, and I think that you know? this is this is prime for that. I think. Um, Dallas is going to be real. I think Dallas is going to leave Foxborough really surprised. 
I, th I think so too. I do. I, um, and if not, this will be the weirdest stat ever, but every game I've gone to then at Gillette this year will have been a loss, which is literally never that happened. Is I think, super I think, weird. I think in the last, I think in the last, honestly, over 10 years, I've witnessed less. Not, I've probably witnessed fewer than 10 losses in person in my life. Like it's crazy in the last decade, at least. It's crazy. It's usually like when, when they have lost, I've just, there were games that I didn't happen to go to. Few and far between, but I mean, look at their home losses. They, they don't lose a lot at home. No, not at all. So, but um, I mean, the crowd was energized. People behind Mac, people love Mac. Um, yeah, absolutely. More importantly, the more you read about it and more, more you hear sound bites from Belichick and McDaniels, they love Mac. The guys in the, in, 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 in the locker room love Mac. Matt Judon is possessed. I love that man. As long as Mac knows where Trayvon Diggs is when he, when they play Dallas, I think he'll be fine. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Well, and that's, that's kind of it. It's like, well, if you're going to unleash, you got, you, you can unleash, but just not on, not to his side. They said something like Trayvon Diggs is like his completion percentage on him is lower. It's something, some stupid number. It's so low that if a, if a quarterback threw every single pass into the dirt and just spiked it every single time that he still would have had, he would have, he has better coverage than that. But I think right now, I think he's got a pick in every game. He, yeah. Yep. But you know, but I, I, I think, I think the Dallas, I, I can see the Dallas new England game being high scoring. So if I got offensive players on both sides of the ball, I'm playing them in that game. Right. You know, whether you play for Dallas or you play for the Pats, I'm putting you in. Right. Right. Now, I yeah, noticed. I, mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, with with the Pats, it's it's, it's funny because, like, I see Twitter and all these people, like, they're like, I can't take these, these close game. Like, we shouldn't have a – calm down, okay? You clearly haven't been on this bandwagon since the 90s. Because the Pats I've love playing brutal. close games. Man, I remember games where you lived for moral victories. <laughs> you lit, you're like, wow, we only inter we only threw three interceptions this game. That's wonderful. Um, <laughs> people don't remember where you're like, let's put Michael Bishop in, okay? Ooh. This guy's the second coming of Christ. <laughs> like, holy shit. Like, Michael Bishop could sling that thing. Anyone want anyone who doesn't know who Michael Bishop is, just go and look at him, okay? In Kansas State, look at his look at his record in college, okay? And then you go, holy shit, this guy was way ahead of his time because right didn't now, you, didn't the Pats have Rohan Davy too? Of course they did. Oh they yeah, oh, somebody right. The the Pats have brought a lot of talented guys from college onto but that. If you, onto and, that and if you if you look at Rohan Davey and you look at Michael Bishop, their way they were ahead of their time. Yeah, physically. If they were drafted yeah. now, these guys would be premium franchise quarterbacks. They might a not lot of, be Lamar. I know, but a lot of guys, but you're Henderson, right? A lot of guys are like that. A lot of guys um sadly played in the era where the NFL wasn't willing to right. allow them to evolve the NFL game. Yeah, and 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 also. 
it's kind of like they just don't know what they have yet you know yeah. again yeah. like like we talked before about the pats like really evolving that slot receiver and really really go, getting mm-hmm. into it and making sure that like okay this this is this is something that we're going to build our entire offense around is this this slot receiver with welker Dion branch you know mm-hmm. troy brown and, and edelman and really like focus on that and then it's like wow what, what do you what do you have like you just don't realize it like look at peter warwick uh, war, war, yes, Peter Ward. If he played now, if he played now, he would be top five easily. Well, he would at least get more of an opportunity, and I think that's the that's what it is. That's what it goes down to. Yeah. Back in the day, you didn't get that. You didn't get the no. opportunity. No. You had to. You had to fit all these statistics. Now, for instance, um, looking at check uh, for example, Miami versus Jacksonville this week. So, two is still hurt. Yeah. Tua got um, Tua wouldn't wouldn't have got drafted where he got drafted if he played in the nineties, right? But now he gets drafted there because you have smaller smaller quarterbacks like Drew Brees and Russell Wilson that have kind of paved the way. The problem is maybe Tua's not that good. Yeah, I mean, and and also you got to look at that that is he Mr. Glass? And I always look at the guys that have serious college injuries that come into the league with it. And then they just keep seem to battle other injuries. Yeah. No, I'm not saying that uh, it's just, it's just a no mentality, but you're hundred percent right. I think um, they should have, they should have, they should have drafted. They should have used their draft pick stock and drafted a quarterback this year. But I think they're still holding off of Deshaun. It's like the worst kept secret ever. Right. Right. Which I'm still waiting again. We get till what week eight for that trade deadline. Week eight trade deadline. I'm still I'm still waiting. I'm still waiting. Well, I think the, I think the problem is if you're Miami, um, you can only lose so many games before you realize maybe we should just make this trade because you're gonna get killed for it until you start winning games, then everybody forgets how quick people forget when you're undefeated. Right. And playing and playing for potential championships. It's it's not it's not <laughs> winning winning does solve everything. This I it, it, we talked about this before about Urban Urban Meyer is like yeah. uh, and- Urban Meyer Ur- Urban Meyer like if the dude's 5 and 0 oh, we're not even talking about any of his. Well, we'll talk about it, but it. We'll talk about it, but it won't be a. It won't be one of those. Should he get fired? No, it's but like right that now I, it's like that video I sent you that said no one's celebrating harder over the Gruden, uh, the Gruden news than, than Urban Meyer. Exactly. Like, take, yeah, exactly. One hundred percent. One hundred percent right. Yeah. But now he's on yeah. five. Um, I don't. I don't know if somebody's gonna tell him that Jacksonville's playing Miami this week. He's about to be on six. Yep. Miami's a much better football team, whether they have uh, Jacoby Brissett playing or Tua playing. They, they, my, Miami's one of those teams that you just don't want to play. They're not. They're very well they're, coached. They, and they are, have talent. They are. Yeah. And, you know, again, they, they get thumped by Tampa Bay 45 to 17. It's Tom Brady. Like, let, yeah. Let's yeah, they knew what, yeah, they, they, yeah, they knew. They knew what was going to happen. It's like, like they were basically – Western Georgia State and playing Alabama at 
at homecoming. It's like, yeah, they know what time it is. Yeah. It, you know, it, it, it's funny because like people kind of, I, I, people kind of forget or forgot at least this week when they're talking about mm-hmm. that, that like, look, Brady played Miami how many times? Uh, I don't Come know. About it's like twice a year. He's, he's played yeah. him 40 to 50 times. Think about it. 40 to 50 times, twice a year, sometimes, like, come on. Like, like he knows everything about Miami. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, nah, so yeah. So, um, there's going to be that. Green Bay plays Chicago. Um, I'm, I'm thinking Green Bay's due for another letdown. So, I might be taking Chicago. I mean, I think um, if you got players, if you got players on, on either offense, I think this is a, this is a good game to put your guys in. Do you you think that they can you think Chicago can score enough if Green Bay pulls away though? Well, so here's the thing. I don't think Green Bay has looked quote unquote great. So I think Green I think Chicago can kind of play defense enough to keep them close. And I think if I think Chicago can I think right now they can win a 21-17. Right. You know, and I think that's what it is. It's like, yeah, I don't think they could win no 34-40 game. Right. You know, but I think, yeah, I think um, – and I'm, and looking at them, I don't think they've let Justin Fields be Justin Fields yet. And right. I think Matt Nagy, he's, he better be careful because the second Justin Fields does something amazing and Matt Nagy didn't kind of – allow that to happen, Matt Nagy's going to be gone. And they're going to get a quarterback that wants to do all the crazy run breaks and quarterback draws and screens and all this other stuff, you know? Yeah, I mean, uh, Justin Fields is one of those guys that seems like you just want to see him just let let, let, it, let it fly, you know? Yeah, um, yeah. And, yeah, and, I, think it, and, I think it's there for him. Yeah, and, and Nagy... I don't know if he – I don't know – I don't know if he's their co- that, that coach. I mean, they're three and two. And they're three and two, and I think – They're undefeated at home. Yeah, I think it's for him, man. They play at home this week. I think yeah. – um, I always tell people, I think the problem is sometimes you have um, – you have coaches that are in that situation where it's just like, They'll get fired because the team didn't live up to expectations or they'll get fired because the team doesn't have expectations to live up to. Right. You know, and I think, um, I think the Justin Fields thing, I think he, he seems like he'd be talented. And if they're not living up to that, he's then, Nagy's gone, especially because he already had a quarterback that he messed up, quote unquote. You know, he got yeah. he had Trubisky, and so I it's just like okay. I get this. I get this mental block on picking against Aaron Rodgers, and I realize that they basically lost repeatedly last week to the Bengals, but the Bengals um, lost oh, it such to a themselves repeatedly. In the close. So, the, so yeah. I mean, Green, yeah. Green Bay right now should not be four and one. Um, no, they shouldn't be. They shouldn't be there. Like, a soft I, one, one. Devontae Adams already almost has six hundred yards. 
right? And, and, he's and inc- he is in- he's incredible. Aaron Rodgers is incredible. Um, Aaron Ro- 40, and Jones is incredible. 42 catches. He has 42 catches in five games. Oh, goodness. So good. 42 catches. He, you know, so I don't know if, if the Bears can defend against Devontae. I think this game Aaron is going to be – I think this game is going to be a big tell on how, on how good the Bears are or can be. But I also think it helps them that they play the Packers every year. I, I so agree. If you I play mean, for the Bears on. defense, you know what the Packers like to do. It's Aaron Rodgers' any, day. He's been there forever. Yeah, any any of the divisional games are always awesome. Yep. Right? I mean, it's like you said, 24-17, 24-21, 28-24, mm-hmm. you know, 21-20. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm just going to – I'm hesitantly picking the Packers. Um, I don't – I think it's just because – Aaron Rodgers. I think that they just got so close to losing and they yes. tasted the loss, basically. Yeah. I think it's going to fire him up to really get at it this week and then yep. not really, you know. I no, think, I think... A, close, a close win yeah. is almost as good for a team as like yeah. like a close loss, depending well, on... Well, it's funny on... you said it because that's why I think Cincinnati is going to beat Detroit this week. Because oh, they, they had that Packers game yep. and they yeah. let it slip. And right. I think they're playing. Cincinnati has been playing good ball. Right. I, think they've been, I mean, not that. And oddly enough, I think Detroit's been kind of playing decent. They've been playing decent ball enough. But I think this is a week where it's like, I think Cincy has more talent and Jamar Chase and, and those guys are really good. And I think because of that, they're going to come away with the victory. Again, uh, I'm I'm all in on Cincinnati right now. Uh, I think they're going to be they they should be four and one right now. Yep. Um, and I definitely think they're going to be the Lions are the own five, but they're not as bad as you think they are. Yes. Uh, yeah. But but this is this is a really funky stat. Jamar Chase has got 23 catches. Okay. Devontae okay. is 42. So basically, Devontae has twice as many catches. Goodness. So Devontae's at 579 uh, yards. And also, Jamar Chase is at 456. That tells you that Jamar Chase's are like big plays, 20-plus yards each catch, which is tremendous. No, tremendous. that's freaking great. But Devontae is, if you think about this from a Green Bay standpoint, now I'm going to backpedal and say, wow, Chicago actually scares me. If you look at that, they're um, moving the ball a lot with Devontae because those those are shorter. Those are 10-yard catches, 8-yard catches, moving the sticks. Yeah. Um, but Jamar Chase just has a chance to break that out for them any given week. Um, my favorite thing is that people were we, – even we were making fun of them earlier in the season about – of the not being able to, I'm not used to the honestly. Well, now that I realize, I think he was just joking. I think it was too, and man. it seemed you know what? he, but he said it like he wasn't. But now that it really right? does just well, seem like he was just joking. Well, he said it because like he dropped like everything, and like it wasn't just a random like. So, what's the biggest difference between the college game and and NFL? Is it speed? It's like no, it's way harder to catch it because this ball doesn't. <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, now he seems like, I mean, goodness, like. Let's be real. Why doesn't the NFL put the stripes on the ball? 
I, Who knows? I don't know. And if I makes all these weird choices, I don't know. I know. It's weird. Also, anyone that's ever caught a collegiate ball, those stripes, it's just a different kind of leather, and they're actually sticky. Well, I've always thought one thing I always was always found fascinating was that the that the NCAA just doesn't make two feet in bounds. A I know. Thing. Because players in, in in college football, they all try to get two feet in bounds now anyway because they want to play on they want to play in the NFL. So they you know so it's like but but you get more wild catches. Well, that's right. True. That you get way Winston. more wild catches with dudes still trying to get it, and they're like, "Well, he tried to get two feet, but he got one in. He just yes. tapped that toe, That's and true. they just got these insane catches." Again, the Charles Woodson went back in the day, catch that interception, put that foot down, pew. Oh, exactly. Yeah. Yep. It's no. it's like what Nate Burleson, the 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 toe drag swag. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So now, speaking of the um, what's in the Raiders. All right, Raiders playing my boys, Denver Broncos, a uh, two-game loss. Um, I don't know. This just... division, divisional game, look, here's the deal. Whenever I look at a team that loses their coach, watch out for that fucking team. They always play hard, at least that they first game. Do. That yep. first game is always the game that they're going to put all the effort into. They, they could literally have not won a game all season. And they could win that game. That That's that one game, game you win. And, yep. and then lose the rest of their season. I think your Broncos are in trouble just because of that reason. Like, that's the good. wild yeah. card. But I know Carr is kind of dealing with, like, a neck injury, which um, by the time this podcast is up, there, there's I can spoil it for, the, for our league. But uh, I am going after Matt Ryan. Um, my quarterback situation oh, yeah. Shit. Well, your quarterback situation, well, it just didn't pan out. That's all it was. Literally, well, you put some you put some stock in something and an investment that didn't pan out. It and happens. like, congr- yeah, you know, we didn't even address this, but like we played each other in fantasy. Congratulations <laughs> to you for literally beating the ever-loving shit out of my I team had a, this week. I had, a good, you know? I had a good week. I'm hoping they're all good like that, but I know they all won't be. Yeah, I mean, again, I, I, I can always – I'm good with moral victories in life, um, in, in sports, but life especially. But when I looked at it and was like, yeah, like I still scored 150 points, which like you said, that's where you always want to be is at least 150. Yes, you want, yeah, yeah. That means you can reach, you can reach up and yes. get 100. And you would have beaten – I think you would have beaten at least three, maybe four different teams in our, in our 12-man league. Yeah, and then, I mean, week to week, it's like that's the moral victory that I have that I would beat at least close to half or at least half. Okay, that means scheduling. Uh, but, yes. You know, I, this is just kind of the 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 par for the course in our league. Yeah, Every yeah we'll see. Yeah, um, Herbert, has, Herbert has proven to be everything so far that I thought he would be when I drafted him. And, yeah. and taking – and the only reason I took Williams after drafting him – it's because Allen had already Keenan Allen had already been taken. I wanted Keenan yeah. Allen. It, that just worked out. Yeah, you know, yeah. like literally, I, I still look at Keenan Allen getting picked right before I could take him, and I'm like, ah, oh, looks like I'm getting Mike Williams. <laughs> right, you know? he's 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 doing he's doing okay, I guess. <laughs> yeah, he's proving. Okay. Yeah, they're proving to be pretty. They're um they're proving to be a pretty good um. A good a good team, quote unquote. And so it's like, yeah, so like this week, for instance, Chargers play Baltimore. I figure it's gonna be a high scoring game. 
if you got people on those offenses, you play them. Uh, that game, how they didn't flex that game. It's just too early. That's the only reason. It, I thought that they can start flexing this week. No, they can't start flexing this week, I don't think. I, I think that's closer to, like, no the holiday no. season or something. No, 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 no. But, my, season ticket, my season tickets say that they could have even flexed, I think, this Dallas game. Well, then I don't know why they're not flexing that. That's ridiculous. I, I, dude, dude, they're two four and one teams. They're, they're, yeah. so, you know, something's, something's going to give. The Chargers <laughs> are two and zero oh away. The Ravens are two and zero oh at home, and they're hosting them. Yeah. The, the, the Sunday night game looks like absolute shit. It it's, does. But the, the thing that hurts them is that Russell Wilson got hurt. Seattle, Pittsburgh. Now, yeah. if you have any sides. Juju's hurt. Yeah. Big Ben looks like dog shit. Yeah, it's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. I mean, I'm still starting Najee Harris because he's playing well. If sure, I have, I'll start. I'll start Tyler Lockett because I'm a, I'm a sadist. But well, and you well, the problem is, Gino looked decent when Gino was in. The problem yeah. is, how's he going to look for a whole game? I don't expect. I don't expect Seattle to win. I expect them to lose. But yeah, I, I, it might be seventeen ten. Yeah, I, I I mean. I I see one of those. I see one of those things where your defense is really going to make the difference, right? And the better yep. defense lands with the Steelers. Um, yeah. TJ Watt is just going to be all over the place, uh, even if mm-hmm. he's not stacking. He's he's creating um, matchup complete hell. Yeah, for, what, yeah. For, for, you know, um, uh-huh. and not a lot of defensive games like that. Right now, yes, yeah, Seattle, Seattle's in deep shit. I mean, previous to this week, Russell Wilson's never missed a start. Yeah, that's, it's gonna it's gonna be bad because he has to miss. Um, and it's just gonna be a in, terrible game. A hard division. <laughs> like, like I, I, I always, I've said this before. Sunday night special. Like, I don't think I've said this story on our podcast. Maybe I did, but. Um, when I was younger, when I was 20, I, I was with a, a girlfriend at the time. Her family was Scottish and they took me to Scotland for, um, two or three weeks, something crazy. Well, I don't think I remember this. Goodness gracious. It was like right, right before September 11th. Like it was like goodness. right before September. So it was, um, August. It was like, it was, yeah, it was, it was August of 2001. Yep. <laughs> and that so, been, yeah. It, there's preseason football on or whatever. And um, there was, it was a Sunday night. And at the time there was Sunday night baseball on. And there was also uh, like Sunday night football. It was preseason, but they had Sunday night football on. Mm-hmm. I was so homesick uh, just for being away. I was 20, whatever. It was like two weeks in. Yeah. If you hadn't done it before. And, and 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 again, there's no reason in the world why this should have been on because in England they had like BBC One, BBC Two, and like Channel Three or whatever the mm-hmm. hell it is. Like it's it's very weird. But I was able to get both of these things on. So I watched Sunday Night Baseball, uh, or <laughs> baseball. It was like Sunday Night whatever. But then I watched Sunday Night Football. Uh, I I cried. I, I missed home. Wow, that football Sunday Night Football made me feel closer. And less homesick, and I, I just loved it. It was like Thiesman, Paul McGuire, and then I forget the other guy's name. 
they're they're great. I love I love that. I love that Sunday night football uh, crew. Whoa. I love Sunday night football better than and Monday night football because it is the capstone to the day, right? Well, yeah. Well, um, when it's on, I mean, when it's good, when it's when it, when it has it on and popping, it's great. Yeah. Um, this week Monday was better than Sunday night. Um, this upcoming week is Buffalo versus Tennessee. Then if Tennessee can win that game and prove that they're a real contender, then I'm sure the game is going to be entertaining. Well, and, and, and that's the thing, like we said, if, if the big plays can be eliminated and Vrabel is usually pretty good at that. If they can Mm -hmm. eliminate the big plays from Josh Allen, like containing him, but also those big, like, like three catches for 167 or whatever that, that, (laughs) Eggs and, and and they're all like thrown up like they're they're going to be in a dogfight. Yeah, know? no, and I mean I think if you have people on those offenses, you're playing them. You know, um, I yeah. think I mean I think you have to. Derek Henry is he's still awesome. Yeah, and I mean it, that that'll be that'll be the better game of the week b- between that and Sunday. The the interesting game that I'm really interested. in, in watching is Thursday night football, right? You got Brady oh. and the Bucks against the Eagles. Thursday, um, Thursday night football games are always, always weird. Um, they're always weird. I think it's because it's just the short week, right? Yeah, yeah. I think if so, I look at that. I think, um, I mean, you got to play anybody from those teams in fantasy because that's that could be a shootout. Um, I like Jalen Hurts. I think he's still learning the position. And I think he's one of those guys that um, he's never going to quit. So I think yeah. So I think if he's in a game and it's close, he's got a shot. Tampa is a seven-point favorite on the road. Brady already has 15 touchdowns. And Brady's, Brady's incredible Brady right now. Brady has 15 I, I need to say that a few this more is times. Incredible. Brady is 15. Aaron Rodgers has 10. Stafford's at 12. Our boy Mahomes is at 16. Which is which is it's insane. Herbert's <laughs> at 13. Kyle Murray's at 10. Dak is at 13. Josh Allen's at 12. Yeah, no. Guys are slinging it. What's more impressive out of all those, though, is that sneaky stat. Derrick Henry's seven touchdowns already. Seven. Goodness. In five – in what, five games? Yeah, it's incredible. It's – You know, because you know he's got three, a few uh, – two or three three touchdown games in his, his back pocket this season. Yeah, yeah. Derrick Henry does that, and then he destroys your week in fantasy. Like, you, you don't have him. I, I don't know he, who – I don't know who in our league has him yet, but I'm, I'm just hoping – when I play him, it's a bye. Yep. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, um, we get Texans Colts. Man, again, two one and four teams. They're both. I think the Colts are a lot. After, I saw a lot from them last night. I think they're a lot better than one and four. Yeah. Uh, Houston is definitely one and four. <laughs> they're a one and four team. and five. That's why it was so embarrassing to me that they even were remotely close to the Patriots. And the Patriots yeah, had a but win at that the Pats had a lot of people out. They had a lot yeah, of people absolutely. Out. I mean, but literally had, the most makeshift out. offensive line you've ever seen. The yeah. defense just we we we've had COVID. We had COVID um, guys. We had two guys missing a COVID. Mm-hmm. 
still, but I, I agree. I think that that was a heartbreaker for the, for the Colts. I always believe in the bounce back Yeah. Um, when, when you have a, a decent team and yeah, they're one and four again, they could be two and three, yep. maybe that, you know, three and two, um, they're favored by nine and a half. They're, they're going to, they're going to cover that. Yeah, absolutely. The Colts have two. the thing about it is the Colts are one and four, but they have too much talent. Yep. Like, absolutely. that's just it. They should, they, I think last night was a learning experience for them. I don't, I mean, they, sh- you're, you, you're not supposed to lose a game when you're up 22 to nine in the second half. Not with that running game, not with Jonathan Taylor. No, no. You Who know? I drafted last year in fantasy. I loved him. He's a good guy. Good player. Good player. That, 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 that's what happens when you watch college ball. You, you actually know when to believe the hype on a guy and when to, when to, when to slide back. Yes, not, absolutely. Not so, no, so the Colts, I think the Colts are going to do, um, I think the Colts are going to play well offensively. So we have, you got we have another. We have another London game. We got Miami and the Jaguars, which – I, I can't remember which one either like my, the Jaguars are like undefeated in London or they have like one loss in their history. They have a, I, I think, I think they might be, I think they might be undefeated or something. I know. I think it's something weird like that. Yeah. That sounds so, something great. Something to the point where people have talked about relocating the Jacksonville Jaguars over there. Well, they want to, they want to make it so that um the game is a world, truly a world game. Right. I get it. I understand it. Oddly enough, I think they said um, somehow teams traveling to London isn't any farther than them traveling to some other places that that teams play. So I think I think maybe one day they will have a London team. I don't see it. I mean, Europe is closer than most people think. Think how yes. long does it take? How long does it take to go from Boston to LA? Six hours. That's how long it, it takes to get to most of Europe. See, that's Germany. pretty funny to think about. See, that is funny. They're playing in Germany next year. They haven't said what teams, but there's at least a, one one game in, in, in Germany next year. Yeah. So, no, so this game, that 930 game stuff can be kind of wacky. I mean, I've got James Robinson, and he's been getting tons of volume this year. So I'm going to play him in this game. Yeah, I mean, I – the the biggest question for for Miami literally is what are they going to do a quarterback? Yeah, and right now they're going to hope they can get Deshaun. That's it. That's literally the goal. Hope I, for Deshaun, I mean, weather the storm. So so two is hurt. Yep. Jacoby's hurt. Is Jacoby out? I don't think he's out. I think he might be. I think he still might be questionable. Okay. If not, they're going to a guy named Reed Sinnett. Sinnett? He's a rookie from out of San Diego. Never have heard of this guy. He might no, be. Never, never. Of course. <laughs> he might be lights out. But um, this this could be the week. This could be the week that Jacksonville gets gets a win. That's a really hard ass game to pick. It's it's that Matt, it's that it's that London mystique thing. You, it you is, never it tell is. with that stuff. Now, I mean, uh, honestly, 
for my pick them, I got to go with Jacksonville just because of that. I think if they've lost, they've lost once to Pittsburgh or something crazy. I think Miami is like one of those teams that does well, but like not all the time. Cause I think they beat the Giants one year, like three nothing or something. Three nothing. Yeah. You imagine? I, let's, mm-hmm. let's export our game to the world. By the way, three nothing. I mean, they said <laughs> soccer fans probably went crazy because it's like that's awesome. But like, that's hilarious. That makes yeah. a lot of sense. Um, it's I don't know. Point. I'm still, I'm Ted still Lasso dragging my feet on that game. game. Yeah, I, I, I got to see. I mean, how bad is Jacoby's injury? How long does he play? This is the whole mixing thing, right? Yes. I got mixing and fancy. I'm like. I didn't play him last week against you. It wouldn't have mattered anyways. But I, I'm like, you know what? Mixum's playing, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna roll with him. I, I I'm gonna go with Damian Williams. I was yep. smart. I get you. I was smart there. Um, but um, yeah, I mean, since he at the Lions, they'll take care of business. Yeah. Uh, Rams, 100%. Giants, that's not even even worth talking yeah, about. No. Really. Ugh. The, the 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 Rams are on the road and they're 10 and a half point favorites which means at home they'd be 13 and a half i know so they're, crazy they're gonna win by 2000 i'm not um, i'm not if, if if you have a ram you play him yep if you have a giant you sit him. he oh he's hurt but oddly enough i think i might try to get that uh, uh the name the kid Kadarius tony because they don't have anybody else so i think yeah. I might try to get him just to see. That kid's a baller too. That well, kid's a baller. He might. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm looking at it from the perspective. He may. I don't think he's enough to give up my waiver wire pick number no. one. No. But I think he Dude, might. You be hang enough. on. You hang on to that for when, like, for when I have an injury. Yes. For when you have an injury, and I and need to or, get yeah. Or like, they, did you hear about that 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 um that thing that the Ravens were fielding calls where where they lost like, about all the yeah. and now all of a sudden they're fielding calls from teams. You know, one of those teams is the Patriots, and you know that they didn't answer that call. I mean, I like Damian Harris like injured his chest. They said he's good to go this week, but still, like aside from him, they got Ramondre Stevenson and JJ Taylor, who is yep still working through it. But I mean, holy well, crap, like. Yeah, well, if you're um if you're the Pats um if you get the call from the Pats, you just know Belichick's trying to do some Jedi mind trick thing. So exactly. you're like, nope, you're not doing that to exactly. me. You're right. So you get you know, Chiefs, Chiefs at Washington. Is this is this a trap game for the Chiefs? If they if they were undefeated, it would be. But they have right. but they've had too many games now where they haven't looked like them. It was kind of funny because um, I heard somebody breaking down the best teams at AFC, and it said all these teams would beat the Chiefs. It was like Cleveland would beat the Chiefs, and I'm like, didn't they beat the didn't they beat Cleveland already this year? Slow down. And I think yeah. this is one of those things. I think they're gonna right the ship again. Bounce back game, right? A game yeah. that they they that they this this is the bounce back game to me is defined as a game you should have won or. A game you got embarrassed at that embarrassed in that you probably you probably should have won, right? Yeah. Maybe or or even you probably could have won. Um yep. This is definitely one of those wake up games. The Chiefs play too many, too many games of we're just gonna have Patrick run around and do something awesome. I think right. they need to get to they're gonna they need to get to a 
short passing game, trying to run the ball as much as possible. I right. think that the, the team's got too much talent. They'll be fine. I I have Kelsey. He's playing. I'm, I got Josh Gordon on my bench. I'm probably not putting him in because I'm not too crazy. But, you right. know, but um, hopefully he gets – he only caught one pass. I don't think he was on a lot of snaps last week. So, hopefully. Yeah. I mean, they said Tyreek's not missing any time, which with Edwards Hilaire out. Yeah. You, you got to think that they'll probably have some more Tyreek, you know, doing, you know, jet sweeps and whatnot. But yeah. I, you know, I don't know that they have a running game issue at all with Edward Solaire missing. Uh, yeah. But I don't, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't take KC to, to cover, honestly. I think Washington's one of those teams, man, that, that defensive line is. Well, and yeah, well, and Antonio, awesome. well, they got Antonio Gibson. I yep. think he's going to play well. Um, they got McLaurin, you know, you got to start. If you got Gibson, McLaurin, you have to start him. You may even have to start Heineke because until the Chiefs defense proves they can't stop anybody, why right. not play those players? But, but that Washington front is absolutely disgusting. Chase Young is yeah, no, he's he's phenomenal and, he's, and, and and he's really good. Really, really he, good. It, like they're gonna be able to contain him, uh, I think, yep. and they're gonna have to make him make smart decisions, which I think Mahomes can, but yeah, uh, I think so. I, I think so. I don't think it's going to be as crazy as some people think it could be. No, I see what you mean. Um, so we got two games left. I think both of these games are going to be close to score. Minnesota, Carolina. Um, yep. I think Carolina got embarrassed. Beat. I think they lost to the Eagles when they could have won that game. Yep. I think Minnesota. I just they just don't impress me. And Cook looks to be out still. So I expect I expect um, Carolina to do damage. I do, I do too. Honestly, that's really uh, you kind of took what I was going to say. I don't. I think I think Carolina slightly embarrassed by the fact that they should have won that game. Yeah, right? and and that they could be four and one right now. Yeah, Minnesota just is one of those teams that's like they're two and three, but they're really ugly two and three. Yeah, and like I'm not, I'm not, I'm not super, I'm not super impressed. No, by, not. no, by, not. By no. Even Kirk Cousins this year is not yeah, super no. lighting it up. He's not, he's not doing horrendous, but he's yeah, no, hundred percent, yeah. It's so just I'm, they're very, they're very yawn, you know. Um, yeah, no, absolutely, and I think and because Darnold, like, yeah. Darnold, Darnold will bounce back, and, and no, I and think just... I think he will bounce back. You know, um, I think he bounced back. Um, and oddly enough, I think another game that could have been flexed this week: Arizona, Cleveland. I, I was just gonna say that I, I I think that that is gonna that's a four or five game, which I won't be able to see because I'll be at Gillette watching the Patriots play the Cowboys and fucking dismantling Mike McCarthy. <laughs> um, awesome. So I mean, I, I I I I'm I'll see if I can get to watch that somehow uh, later. I'll just get it. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, the Browns are three and two, but they they, they could be they could even they could be, be five and zero oh, re- realistically. I they mean, said, they, what was that stat? Four hundred and forty three and zero. Did you hear about that? Mm-mm. There was a uh-uh. stat that was like four hundred and forty three and zero when a team scores 40 points 
and has no turnovers. And the Browns were that first loss. Whew. That's because the team they played scored more than them. <laughs> um, that right. Right. I think so. I kind of um, I um, I'm probably picking. Um, I think if you got offensive players in this game, you have to play them. I think. I think Cleveland. I think Cleveland wins. Um, Arizona's not going to go undefeated. This is the perfect game for them to lose. They play against a team that runs the ball and keeps the ball and doesn't. And if they don't make mistakes, if Cleveland, if Baker doesn't throw picks in this game or fumble, right, plays a clean game, I don't see how they lose. I, I really like the Cardinals. However, I've said it all night. It's a bounce back game. Cleveland, yeah. Cleveland yeah. should have won. And yeah. it was a close one, and it wasn't because of Baker. I think they come no. out fired up. I mean, my pro- they're, I mean, they're undefeated at home, but the Cardinals are three and zero on the road. Yeah, see, I like Baker. Something's gonna I, give. Well, one of those things is I get frustrated watching him play because I like him, but I know I know he's not the guy. That's the right. hardest part about watching him play. I know he's not the guy compared to other the guys. Right. And so I think the pro- and so literally you knew him playing against somebody like Herbert with a lead, it's over. He's not gonna come, he's not he hasn't he doesn't he hasn't had those moments yet. Right. And the problem is as I mean, I, I definitely afraid that Arizona Kyler Murray, same thing could potentially happen. But I think maybe they just run the ball that much more kill clock and they get the victory. I think, again, it's the turnover battle. Whoever wins the turnover battle, even oh, if yeah. it's a plus one, I think that 100%. team walks away with the win. Yeah. You know, I think they they both got good coaching staff. They get good players. It's just about ball control and um, making sure that you don't, you don't make a stupid decision late. Yep. Cool. So, I mean, yo, I think that's it. I think that's all the yeah. games this week. It's awesome. Yeah, it'll it'll, it'll be a good it'll, again, no, man. I'm, we got some. Really, yeah, real really pissed that they didn't flex out of that Sunday night football game. Um, well, I don't know when they when they have to announce flex. So maybe who knows? Maybe it gets. I flexed. think. I think no, 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 no. They gotta announce it five days prior. Really? Damn. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if they're gonna announce it, I think they have to do it by Wednesday. So, no, they'd have to announce it today. Oh wow! Sheesh, that'd be and the, the, you that's have to you have to give fans enough time to okay make arrangements. Make, that's fair. Yeah, make arrangements. I think. Yeah. I think it's five days out. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So ah, that's cool. All right. Good slate. Good luck in uh, fantasy this week, especially since you're not playing me again. Uh, <laughs> trust I'm me, you'd get me nine times out of ten. So I was lucky this week. We'll see. We'll see. I hope I get lucky all season. I don't care I if I get lucky. I don't care if I'm lucky and win. I hope I wake up at 3.50 a.m. and I see that I have Matt Ryan as my uh, quarterback instead of Derek Carr. Oh, crazy. Oh, goodness. Terrible. <laughs> All right, yo. This episode's in the books. We'll talk later. Ask the commission. I'm Isaiah. Stan. Go Broncos. Go Pats. Yeah. Peace.